two, three. This is the Obvious Brothers on Anchor.fm. If you've stumbled upon us, I'm Obvious Steve. This is Obvious John. Obvious John is obviously on the phone. We have gone old school because Anchor.fm has failed us again, but uh, that's all right. Right, John? We don't care. Technical difficulties. It's Te- part of part of life, I guess. Yeah, it's part. It's part. It's part of being in the biz, right, John? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's t- it's part of being the talent in the biz. Uh, you know, you just have to put up with the technical problems. Yes. Yes. So, John, are you sitting in front of the TV watching the beloved uh, Cubbies win a Friday afternoon game? I I was watching some of it, but now now I'm in my office. So oh. I have my full attention. Okay. Well, uh, such as it is, yes. All right. So the Cubs are on their way to winning their fourth game in a row and uh, making life interesting in both the, uh, the NL Central as well as the uh, wild card, or making it less interesting, I guess, in the wild card at this point. Huh, John? Yes, which mm-hmm. is good. Try not to play for a wild card. That's not my preference. Is that right? You, you kind of got got uh, kind of got the what? What do I say? Uh, buyer's remorse on that from last year. Correct. 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 Yeah. Okay. So so where do you want to start? There's lots to talk about, John. Uh, there's uh, Andrew Luck. There's college football. There's Rory McIlroy. There are all sorts of NFL things to talk about. And uh, that that leaves out uh, the U.S. Tennis Open, where uh, Serena Williams just won her Friday afternoon match, looking like a giant grape. <laughs> yeah, there's. I mean, it's a great week. I mean, there's so much going on. We got great a couple of good races in Major League Baseball. Golf was exciting last week. We got the opening weekend of college football. Real games are starting week one, not week zero. Uh, there were real games last week, but nothing really all that much to get too excited for. A couple of good matchups tomorrow. Um, yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a good time. Good time. So so you didn't tell me where you wanted to start, which was kind of my question, John. Okay, let's start with uh, golf. Let's be short and sweet with Rory. Is that right? Yeah. Well, Rory kind of took a lot of the drama out of it early on uh, Sunday afternoon. So yeah, he came out hot. Yeah, and uh, and did his thing, and Brooks kind of had a, a Brooks-like day. Well, yeah, uh, bad front nine, yeah, on the on the final round, which is uh, kind of kind of unusual for not not not, uh, not, not what we expected out of him, and nobody else. We didn't really have to worry a lot about Xander winning, which was uh, our topic of the week last week, right? Xander coming in and sneaking. Sneaking the trophy away from everybody and the fifteen million dollars. So, Rory wins it for the third time in four years. Yeah. So does it mean? Does, does it really mean anything, John? Uh, I, I think it means something to his checkbook. <laughs> there you go. There's John. John's John's always worried about his his money, right? You're like a wide receiver in the NFL, right, John? That's right. Yeah. Show me the money. He's yeah. got a big it's, fat it's about check. me. It's about me and my money. Yes. So yeah, well that's it, a beautiful you 
know, that's the beautiful thing about golf, in my opinion. Golf and tennis, what separates those two sports away from any other sport is that it's all on you. And uh, you have nobody else to blame but you. So, um, you know, you don't have to rely on 21 other starters like you do in football or four other starters like you do in basketball. And, uh, you know, in the NFL, a lot of onus and responsibility gets put on quarterbacks, which is definitely arguably the the most important position in the game. But there's still 21 other positions on the field. I could go on about that forever, so you might as well cut me off now. Well, yeah, well, John, but you say that about tennis and – uh, I seem to remember there was a big to-do about the U.S. Open last year in Serena in the final, and uh, didn't she get penalized for getting coached in the in the uh, championship match? I, I don't remember that. I, I don't. I'm sure she did. If that's if you remember it, then I, I'm not going to argue with you. I, I've heard it talked about a lot this week too, John. So uh, yes, she she did. And she got pissed off about it and kind of lost her cool and lost the match. But I, I think essentially you're you're right. It's an individual sport. I thought you were going to go down the road, John, that the individual gets paid for their performance in those sports too. Where, yeah, like, uh, like I said, I could go on about this for a while. Yeah, so. like, like, like your man Zeke, uh, who... Uh, uh, there's a real good argument to say he's the best running back in football since he came into the NFL, and he can't get his money, can he, John? Oh, he's going to get his money. He just doesn't want – he's just not going to get what he wants, I don't think. Yeah, but, John, if he was a tennis player, if he was the best, he would get paid as the best. Correct. Right. He would get paid as the best, but right. he would have to go out and actually prove it on the field instead of in Cabo. Well, I think he's proved it on the field, John. Okay. So I, I agree I with that. Okay. But, you have to, but in tennis, you have to prove it every single weekend. Right. You go yeah. Play. Yeah. You, you, that, that, is, that is right. You don't, you don't get paid for, for 10 tournaments at a time. You get paid, you know, yes. for this one and the next one, you can't chop up. Right. Correct. You yeah. ain't getting no money. Yeah. All right. So now we've talked about Rory's money. And I, I really don't think the FedEx thing, other than his money, is uh, is worth much. Uh, but uh, in terms of longevity, Hall of Fame, when people look back and say, was he a great player or not, I don't think anybody's going and say, oh, he didn't win any majors, but he won multiple FedExes. I, I don't think that's going to fly. So, uh, no, and he did win majors. I mean, he's won majors, and he's won. I mean, he's, he's a surefire. I know, I know he is, but I'm just saying in terms of the whole thing, it's, you right. know, yeah, they make it out like it's a, a really big deal and it's a lot of money, but in, you know, in the end, I think Tiger's all right sitting at home with his Masters instead of a FedEx Cup, right? Correct. Right. Yeah, but it's also, I mean, it's, I think, I like the tournament, I liked this year's format, I found it interesting, um, I do find it actually kind of ironic that um, not only did Rory win, but he also shot the total aggregate or lowest total aggregate score. So he would have won it in either way, shape, or form, which has been, as we talked about last week, uh, would have been bizarre otherwise, right? Yeah, yeah, right. it hasn't happened often. Yeah. So, so John, uh, let, let let's switch gears. Uh, at some point last Saturday night, we got a surprise, and uh, one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL decided he wasn't playing anymore at age twenty-nine. And there's been a lot of brouhaha about that. 
uh, ever since, John. So what's your hot take on Andrew Luck? Uh, the hot take is that their front office failed him miserably and uh, elected to not put any talent in his offensive line, and he paid a price for it for uh, seven years, and he's got many injuries and many ailments to to account for it. And although they had an, an amazing draft this year and probably might have a top five offensive line this year, Andrew Luck, uh, Andrew Luck is, is a very, I mean, he's Stanford educated. It's not, that's not a secret. He's a master of archaeology or architecture. Um, I think he's, he's too smart to, to put his body through that and to get beat up for the next 10 years of his life. Yeah, well, I, if, if I've watched enough of the press conference clippings to know that what he sa- said was he, he's hurting, uh, he's hurt for years, and, and uh, you know, the struggle of rehabbing through the pain multiple times, he, he just uh, couldn't go through it anymore, didn't want to put himself through it anymore. So I, I, you got, I, I respect that. I mean, I understand you and I are both semi-Colts fans, I guess, is the way I'd put it. I know you've been to games there in Heinz yeah. Arena or whatever it is. Uh, it's not Heinz. It's some other oil. <laughs> it's an oil company arena, as it's known. So, Lucas, so, Lucas Oil Field. Well, thank you for getting the plug in. Uh, thank you for our new sponsor is Lucas Oil. Um, John, uh you know, the fans seem awfully upset with him, at least Saturday night, and a, a number of people have been busted him, especially Doug Gottlieb. It got a lot of... Uh, oh, yeah, you love Doug Gottlieb. You know you do. And, and there you go. So uh, do you understand why, why everybody seems... Why do they think the man can't stop playing football? I, I don't know. And I guess, you know, as far as... I'll start with the fans booing him. That's really the only reaction that fans can have. Uh, you know, they boo teams when they come off the field after a loss. They boo coaches when they make bad decisions at the end of the half. It, I don't really believe they've meant disrespect to Andrew Luck. I think it was more of their way of showing the disappointment. They found out the same way that everybody else found out through uh, ESPN breaking news in the middle of a game Saturday. Right. I mean, I mean, he's standing on the sidelines, yucking it up with with uh, Jacoby Brissett, and, and acting like you know nothing's no big deal. And, and all of a sudden, you're looking at your phone and you're seeing what? what, what, what? Yeah. Well, uh, they they, so they they really fumbled the ball on uh, rolling that out. So. Well, yeah. I, somebody in the organization really really screwed the pooch there because however that came out and at the time it came out was wrong. And, uh, I'm pretty sure that Andrew Luck didn't send a text or, or out right. to, uh, to Adam Schefter and said, Hey, Oh, by the way, well, he'd, been, my retirement he, after he, this. he'd clearly been sitting on it for the Colts supposedly knew for a week. And, uh, and, and so he knew for a week and it kept the, the lid on it, but, you know, as I, I heard one one spark, sports hot take person said, once you tell a room full of people this is going to happen, at least one of them is going to get in a bar and just start telling their buddies, right? Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. But the weird thing was, is Tony Dungy uh, last Thursday, the third, you know, the Thursday before that game. Yeah. A week ago, yesterday, 
they had their uh, alumni deal and like Peyton and a bunch of veterans are there and, and Tony Dungy was there and, and uh, Tony said he talked to, to Andrew for like five or ten minutes and there was really no indication that this was happening and he was out there running through his drills and doing his sideline rehab and he said he looked like a guy that was doing everything he could to be ready for week one um, so I mean Tony Dungy, a pretty well-connected guy, says that you know he felt like that he didn't see it coming just by his reactions on Thursday, which was literally 48 hours before he announced it. Right. Well, or it was an, it was announced for him. Right. So, well, well, and so the Colts fell uh, three wins in the Vegas uh, over/under line. John, is that about right? Yeah, I wish I would have taken the under two weeks ago. That would have been awesome. <laughs> oh, you're cheesy. You, you you like a you you like a sure win, huh? I do. Yeah, no, nothing wrong with that, I guess. All right. Speaking of winning, John, we're we're to college football season, and you and I have a long tradition of sucking at college football picks. So here we go, John. Uh, let, let's start this week with uh, some opening picks for people to lose their money on. So okay, you you wanna you wanna open, John? Yeah, I was going to take, you know, kind of an easy lob. You know, I was thinking about taking Ohio State at home, minus 27.5 over FAU. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to pick something that's a little more exciting. So I chose uh, Boise on the road at yeah. Florida State, plus 6.5. Wow. Okay. So you've got Boise covering in Tallahassee against the uh, and uh, there you go. Well, that's that's interesting. Boise is uh, an interesting case. They obviously are going into Tallahassee to try and make the uh, I guess some people call them the Group of Five case, right? They win that they win that game in Tallahassee and they're suddenly legitimate. They're suddenly looking at a major bowl game, blah, 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 blah. So that's it's a big game for the Broncos. And uh, we are not sure exactly what year two there in Florida State is going to bring us from uh, Mr. Taggart, right? Correct, yeah. I'm not sure what to expect of FSU. And I'm not, obviously, clearly, I'm not on their bandwagon at this point. Oh, okay. So so that that's your that's that's a interesting opener. I I couldn't I couldn't pull that trigger, but I I really you're acting like there are multiple games you were all felt like you were ready to to throw your money on John. So I got one pick that I'm not terribly certain on, but uh, I, I'm happy to make it. So there you go. I'm going to take Louisiana Tech getting twenty and a half. Uh, in Austin against the uh, Longhorns. So, that, well, okay. So I, I saw some analysis on this. Uh, I don't think I, I I I looked at the the power ratings. They're really only about twenty one points apart on the power chart, right? So, you, you know, the line looks like it's fairly close to accurate, but the the Longhorns have sucked it up the last couple years on in opening game, big time, right? Okay. Okay. So they've got that history, and that next week they have the LSU chomp their ass Tigers uh, coming into Austin, 
So I think they're going to be looking ahead. So I think, uh, I, I don't know that they'll be ready to cover three touchdowns against a, a fairly decent team. I mean, it, it's not a uh, FAU against Ohio State matchup. It's a, a modestly good matchup. So I'm going, I'm going to take La Tech in the 20 and a half. And if I start the season 0 and 1, well, that, that's all right. But if I start 1 and 0, I'm happy because you know how much I love the Longhorns. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I like that. I mean, that's that's a good pick. Um, I definitely would not have taken it. Yeah. And matter uh, of fact, I think uh, Texas has a really good chance of winning the Big Twelve this year. Um, so. Uh, well, they 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 can they can not cover uh, tomorrow against La Tech, lose to LSU, and still win the Big Twelve. So. That is correct. That is correct. Yeah. So you didn't you didn't bet them to lose. You just bet them not to cover. Right. So is, yeah. And it, it's a bit, it's a pretty good sized cover too. So um, like I say, it's not FAU uh, coming in. So you got right. another game. Well, the one I, I uh, line I found interesting, and, and maybe you can help explain this to me. Uh, we got Oregon versus Auburn. Yeah. Jerry World. So yeah. it's not really a home game, even though I guess Auburn's considered a, the home team. Oregon's ranked 11th. Auburn's and ranked 16th, and Auburn is the favorite by what? four points. Yeah, I, I was going to say I thought I saw three and a half when I was looking. So it's you want to you, you want to know why the uh, the Ducks aren't favored when they're the bit higher rated team? Yeah, or even a little. I mean, I guess it's it's more than a field goal, less than a touchdown, but. Yeah, I think that's a pretty big spread for the for a team that's ranked five spots higher than the uh, their opponent. Okay, so John, you you did not take the Ducks in the four points. <laughs> no. I, I, and 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 I, I will I will point out I did not take the Ducks in the four points. So what does that what's that tell you, John? <laughs> I'll just say it. Well, I found it interesting. It, well, it, it it is interesting the. Uh, you know, the SEC gets respect that the Pac-12 doesn't. The best team in the Pac-12, they're saying, can't beat the, well, I don't know what Auburn's ranked, but are they the fifth best team, sixth best team in the SEC? According, hey, they're, they're uh, let's see, they're behind Alabama, Georgia, LSU. Is there somebody else that I'm not, oh, Florida is ahead of them. So they're, they're at yeah. least the fifth best team in the SEC, right? So Correct. there you go. And as you say, you wouldn't think it had have anything to do with home field because even though Auburn's closer to Dallas than uh, than uh, Eugene is, uh, it ain't close. So Yeah. yeah. The, the line I actually like in this game, to be honest with you, and it depends on um, where you're at. You can see it anywhere from 56 or as low as 55 is what I'm seeing. I like the under in that game. Yeah. Especially at fifty six, uh, I mean, I'd, I'd bet it at fifty five also. Okay, so you like you like the under in the Auburn Oregon game. Well, that's a that's a good one. So I guess I'm going to lose a bunch of my money betting your bets. So uh, yeah. there, there you go. So anything else? Uh, I, I watched some of Miami and Florida on Saturday night, and I don't think we want to talk about it much because it was a sh- shittily played game, to use a te- te- technical term. But Miami should have won that game. I'm just going to put it out there. They should have won that damn game. Yeah. 
They should have, and yes, it was not a fun game to watch. Well, let, let's just, I, I'm going to break it down for you, little John, to remind you and, and the listeners who didn't watch it. Uh, seven minutes left in the fourth quarter, scores 24-20. Miami got the ball on the Florida 35, drove it down to the 35, has a first down. I think they backed it up to their own 35 before punting, uh, Okay. And, and you think the game's over. It's about four minutes left. Florida will run it out, right? Well, Florida, of course, being dumber than the uh, bag of hammers, decides they're going to throw, get, gets it picked off at their own 25, right? Mm-hmm. You, you, you saw this, right? And, yeah, yeah. and Miami commits a personal foul or something on the, on the play to get backed up first, and then they get backed up with a holding penalty and... Uh, a whole series of sacks. Did they have 10 or 11 sacks, uh, Florida? So it was like twice they have the ball almost in scoring position. I mean, they could have kicked a field goal from the 35 the first time, right, John? Twice they end up on their own side of the field, backed up by the opposing defense through penalties and sacks. So Miami's got to feel like that one got away from them. Oh, yeah, that one hurt. That one hurt bad. Yeah. With it being kind of a juicy in-state game, you'd really like to sneak that one, right? So, uh, and our doubts about Florida as the number nine team in the country, I, I think uh, they didn't completely uh, shit the bed, but they tried real hard. <laughs> okay, John, switch gears. NF- NFL next week. Before we talk again, the Bears and Packers will open the 100th NFL season on Thursday night. Uh, there's a spread we can talk about. Who wins that game? Packers. Packers. Because it, it, it's, it's in, uh, it's at Soldier Field, right? Yes. And and it's three, so you're going to take the uh, pack and the three and a half, which I think is what the, I, I'm going to look right now as we talk, but I, I think, well, current line has it at three. Chicago at three. So you're taking the Packers uh, uh, and and the three yes. points. Yes. Uh, do you have a reason other than the fact they have Aaron Rodgers and you don't believe in Mitch Trubisky? That's pretty much summed it up pretty quickly. Okay. So that's everybody. It is. Uh, uh, I have, I am a Bears fan, uh, and so I'm not disappointed that the Bears open the season with the Packers on Thursday night, but it's kind of interesting that the NFL decided to forego their usual Super Bowl team on Saturday or for Thursday night to open thing, isn't it, John? Yeah, that, that is a little weird. Usually they almost always do that, so correct. Yeah. So last year on Thursday night, the Patriots played, didn't they? Uh-huh. Right, the loser of the Super Bowl the year before, but it's, it's usually I, well. It's up to I, I, I think the team gets to cho- choose. Okay. Yeah. I, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I think as I understand it, you know the they, they would get to choose, but I I, I would think that uh, the Patriots or Rams neither one got asked uh, this time, right? Why not? Well, they might. I, yeah, I guess they want the history of the league. This is two of the uh, original franchises, right? Yeah, I guess they want like the, maybe the oldest, oldest rivalry in football. So, I mean, 
and I think that's probably got to be a, a factor in it. In the NFL, yeah. You mean? Yeah, in right. the NFL. Right. Okay. So, so there you go. Uh, just a quick trivia question, John. The Patriots are at home. I don't, man. I'm sorry. I don't remember against two on Sunday night. And the Red Sox are at Fenway on Sunday. Who has the better crowd? Patriots. <laughs> yeah. As I understand it, uh, I heard a reporter from Boston say, in the last few years, it's gone from a Red Sox town to a Patriots town, and it's not even close anymore. He wondered if when Brady retires and they stop winning, going to Super Bowls, if it'll swing back, but... At this point, uh, it's not even competitive. Boston, that used to have a reputation as a great baseball town, uh, is now more of an NFL town, according to reports. So, don't you find that baseball is getting harder and harder to watch? For me, I mean, I know, yeah, I know you love baseball, and you'll—I mean, you're even the guy that'll listen to it on the radio, which is uh, uh, baffles me. Baseball is, baseball is great on the radio. You can imagine an announcer with a with a little stick and, and a bat, you know. Oh, it's a fastball to Perez, you know, and uh, it's a deep to center field. You know, thing what, was that, what was that series with Hank Azaria where he was a minor league baseball yeah. announcer? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I do not. Re it, it was the guy's name, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, on uh, on, on really sun on Sundance or something else that I don't know that I actually get, but I, I know yeah. of which you speak. Yes, right. And wasn't he? Well, didn't he have problems with like alcohol abuse and? Well, yeah. The, and they the, brought him uh, back was, from yeah. So he was yeah, hanging. He was, yeah. He was. Uh, he got a, He caught his wife cheating cheating on him, and uh, so then he has like this major. Meltdown. Like melt, meltdown. Right. In the booth. Uh, in the booth. In the booth yeah. during a game. And yeah. And ends up in the minor leagues uh, rehabbing, right? Correct. <laughs> As they say. In the minor Brock, leagues re, re, rehab. Brock, yeah. Brockmire. Jim Brockmire. Yeah, Brock, Brockmire. It's, it's, still, it's still on. Yeah. Well, well, John, you know, I'm always intrigued at, at how many different shows you seem to have sampled and, and, and know, know about. I, it's... Uh, I, 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 I just, I just am impressed with uh, whether you don't sleep or you can watch three shows at once. Or, or I wonder how you do it sometimes. Yeah. Well, so you don't watch baseball. That. Is that the answer? I don't actually. I don't watch baseball. Right. <laughs> it's funny you should ask that because I was just thinking today. I mean, because I've started another series on uh, on Amazon Prime, uh, the Prime Video, and. You know, everybody always talks about Netflix. Netflix has some great series, original series on it. Um, yeah. I think, and if you if you have it or if anybody has it, you should check out some, some great. I think Amazon Prime has some amazing series on there. Also, um, the the Jack Ryan series is, is great. Uh, the marvelous Miss Maisel is awesome. Yeah, she's um, great. Yeah. And uh, I just found one the other day that that I kind of liked a couple weeks ago and it's, it's season five. It's still running. It's called Bosch. Oh, you so like Bosch. Oh, I yeah. love Bosch. Is that right? I, I, I think we watched the first two seasons and missed the opener of season three. And I, I, I think it kind of 
kind of went a little stale on us, but you know, I've read a couple of the books, so. Uh, oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, so I'm considering. I'm considering getting a book. Say what? <laughs> you're, you're actually cons you're considering buying a book, just generically a book. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. How long, how long that would take you to pick <laughs> up on that? <laughs> Not long. <laughs> I, think, I think when I said. Uh, after the initial shock of, of you hearing me say I'm thinking of buying a book, it, it, it kind of sunk in. You're like, wait, this is, can't be real. Yeah, well, yeah, well, and you didn't actually say a a a a, a Bosch book either. You, no. It was just any. I was just wondering if you were getting the the latest edition of of, of uh, Barney uh, or something. <laughs> so anyway, right. ba baseball baseball I understand is. Uh, well, you know, there's a whole thing, philosophical thing. Baseball is an untimed sport, right, John? So it's both the, it's both its winning point and its losing point, right? Because you can sit there. Nothing has to happen for a while in baseball. and Yeah. yeah it's kind of yeah. languid where, where football, football, the clock keeps moving, and obviously they play against the clock to some extent as well as their opponent. So... And with, with yeah. and with play clocks, it's even more true. So um, it's kind of the yin and the yang of things. Depends upon whether you want you want speed or you just you you want to dally, right? So uh, a very very different kind of uh, uh, viewing experience, if you would. So yeah, I mean a lot of a lot of preseason football games get higher ratings than like. Baseball playoff games. Right. Well, a lot. Uh, the Cowboys week preseason week four game last night got an eleven point two rating. Na at thirteen. National. That's a national uh, number. In, in, in the DFW area. Oh. Okay. Well. You know that's kind of they're they're crazy about the Cowboys in the DFW area. So. In the in the plex, as we like to say. Plex. God, you, you know, you're, you're giving me all kinds of stuff uh, to use for the title this week, and nobody will understand it, you know, but yeah. uh, there, there you go, Plex. Right. Life in the Plex. Okay, so John, be, before we, we uh, come back next week, we'll have picked our wins pool teams uh, for, for the coming, coming year. So I want you to help everybody out, including me, who took the number one pick in, uh, in our draft, which we do a... Uh, I don't know what the hell we do. It's not a snake, but so I have the number one pick. Help me out here, John. You're picking NFL win pools. Who is the team that's going to knock down the most wins that I should be taking or whoever is picking should be taking this coming few days, assuming that their quarterback does not retire uh, <laughs> before next, next weekend? Yeah, I don't think it's going to change much from previous years. Until the AFC gets competitive, you have to take the Patriots. Okay. All right. Well, I, I look forward to another year of being called a dumbass then. Okay. So, all right. Okay. I, I uh, Not to tip my hand or anything. So, so, okay. so, so John, I, I have a trickier question. Uh, by, by the way, I, I'm leaning towards the Rams in case anybody cares. Um because I don't think their division is particularly strong either. Well, not the way Garoppolo's looked in preseason. 
Yeah, well, I don't think their division is strong, and I worry uh, about the loss of Gronkowski and Brady's age. But you know that that, that may not mean anything. That may not mean anything, but you know when you're guessing, you know. There you go. Yeah, I mean it's it's not a bad pick. I don't think. I mean to be honest with you, I think if you go with the the Rams, the Chiefs, uh, the Patriots. You know, any of those three teams in the first uh, two or three picks, I think, is, is probably a good call. Well, um, I, I'll say, I, okay, I, my analysis on the, on the Chiefs is I, I, I'm I hard-pressed to believe Mahomes doesn't have a sophomore slump of some sort. And so that's one. Two, I think their division, I think both the uh, Broncos and the Raiders will be better. And I think everybody thinks the Charger, you know, the Chargers were right behind them all the way last year. I don't know if they'll be quite that good, but I, I think they play in a tougher division than the other two teams play too. So yeah, I, 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 I think they'll win the division, but you know, when you pick number one, I'm hoping for 12 or 13, maybe even some years, 14 wins. Right. So. Yeah. In, in a league of parity, uh, I don't know that, at an initial glance, I don't really see a team that's gonna that I'm gonna say they're gonna win 13 games. This well, year. the the Vegas over and under uh, has uh, uh, Patriots at 11 and the Chiefs and Rams at 10 and a half. So there you go. Uh -huh. So I'm hoping I'm hoping uh, the Rams exceed expectations by at least a game and a half. All right, the other end of it, John. Uh, John, you don't have a small dog. But anyway. We're, do we're dog sitting at a small dog. Uh, well, impressive. Uh, John, uh, um, okay, John, let's get down to the brass tacks. I have the 26th pick, John, in, in this draft. Almost the last pick, right? I'm down, I'm down towards the end. I'm down to the butt end of life. I have a choice between the Giants and the Redskins. Who do I take? Yeah. Take the you take the Giants. Yeah. The Redskins, I mean, they're they're a hot mess right now. So you don't you don't the, you don't think that Haskins ends up playing and they end up pulling a Baker Mayfield and going eight and eight or seven and nine? No, I think you have a better probability that uh, Eli gets yanked in week three and, and uh, Daniel Jones can pull out five or six wins. Okay. Seven or eight. Okay, well, I'll, I'll remember that. This is always for those of you who um, paying any attention at home. To win the wins pool, you need to click with not your first pick, right, John? Which yes. it has to be has to be solid. But you've got to be the one who gets to pick the team that last year went six and ten, and this year goes ten and six. Who you get with your third pick, right? Yeah, if you can get a. Even an eight-win team with your third pick is pretty darn solid. Right. Um, which is going to be hard to find at pick 26 uh, with only four picks behind you and the two or the three dummy teams, but two dummy teams. Right. Uh, yeah, so. out of the bottom sit. Well, it depends upon who's dumping what. But I, I think last year the team to have had probably was the Colts, right? The Colts was a good team, I think. Cleveland didn't make them pretty late. Also, uh, did they go at all? 
Did somebody yeah, take they, the, the Browns last year? Yeah. They it did. ended up being the Cardinals and who were the dummy teams last year? I don't remember. I thought it was the Cardinals, Browns, but maybe I'm wrong. Which this year will likely be Miami and the Cardinals. Right. So just hope you catch a pick at the bottom and uh, that, that really scores. So. All right, we're, we're, we're here. We're done with uh, our preseason NFL. We're still on Zeke's in Cabo watch. And uh, the Cubs, I don't know, John, you're watching. Are they winning? Uh, no, I'm not watching. Okay. It was 5 nothing when we started, so I, I would hope they've held on to that. Wind was blowing in at Wrigley, so, yeah. All right, John, good week. Yes. Still 5 nothing. Yeah, we'll have fun uh, next week breaking it all down, trying to figure out who's going to win in the NFL, uh, picking our survivor pick for the week, right? Yes, yeah, since you talked me into joining the Survivor League. I did I did no such thing. I just asked okay. if you were interested, dude. I just asked and you jumped. So we, we can both be contributors. Okay. Yeah. That's that, that. That's our mantra. We 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 live to contribute. <laughs> okay. All right, John. Have a good weekend. Enjoy the holiday weekend. Stay you safe. too. Yeah. Happy Labor Day. Yes, sir. Bye.